All right. Praise the Lord. Anyway, like I said, we'll pick up in Joshua here where we left off. Oh, I will point out that uh, one of the greatest things I always like to mention, and I actually hear more ministers saying this almost, I mean, because I ain't got time to go listen to everybody, but you get a chance to listen to somebody. All of a sudden, they say the same thing we're all saying. Well, if we're studying the Bible, you would. This is totally historic. Genesis means beginning. Exodus means what? It's a vast exodus. Remember, you've heard that and didn't even know anything about the Bible. It's, it was le- something leaving. And then you have an exit ramp, whatever, same word that comes. Uh, Leviticus, I didn't know this till I read it and found out. It's L-E-V, it's, it's because it's, it's L-I-V-I, that's because it's from the, it's instructions to the Levites. And they had just left Mount, well, actually, they hadn't left yet. They just built the, t- the temporary Ark of the Covenant, all that facility that they were going to carry with them. And remember the, the place we're going to look in a moment, Joshua, when they go in the promise that the people are scared of them. They are scared of this tabernacle coming. Ooh. They're scared of the Israelis. There was no myth and legend about it. They knew, remember Jericho knew that that Dead Sea, or not Dead Sea, but the Red Sea split. And they knew there was no such thing as Pharaoh anymore. Egypt had been wiped out. So much of this would be so easy to prove. How do you think a bunch of Jews escaped slavery and went to the Holy Land, or it became the Holy Land? With a Jerusalem, and well, ask and see if history mentions somebody by the name of King David. Yes. Ask if his son, was there ever a Solomon? Yes. And then today... Is there such a place as Israel? Yeah, they got it back, and they actually have a statehood now. They have a real state. Uh, results of the end of World War II after that. All right, but anyway, so history, 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 Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and Joshua is where we are. So they are in the promised land. Remember, Moses didn't get to go. If you remember the story, God said, speak to that rock, and, rock, and water will come out, because they were bickering, not Moses, but the people were. Moses got so mad Remember what he did? He hit the rock once. Nothing happened. He hit it again. And, but Moses was so mad at him, he said, Shh, do I have to hit this rock? <laughs> well, the Lord had told him just to speak to that rock. And anyway, and God told him based on that, he said, you're not going to the promised land. You're not going. What? But don't worry. He ultimately got to go. Remember when Jesus was there on the Mount of Transfiguration? They call it Mount whatever. Uh, his clothes started shining and everything, and all of a sudden, Moses and Elijah both, and they were talking about what Jesus was fixing to do. But anyway, uh, okay, so here we are. We made it all the way to Joshua chapter, we're in chapter, I believe it's, where's the marker at? Oh, chapter 10. Okay, so uh, they wiped out, look at, look at the last verse. This was all accomplished in one campaign, military maneuvers, you save a patent, whatever, whatever, except this was Joshua. For the Lord God of Israel that was fighting for his people. That's why our Bible is so beautiful. It is history, but you get things out of it that will help you today. Then Joshua and his army returned to camp at Gilgal. Notice all the time they're saying they went here, they went there. It was this time of the year. It was that time of the year. They went to this place, that place. Name, 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 name. (sighs) Chapter 11. When? Okay. Again, you wouldn't start a sentence with that, you know. Uh, without knowing what's going on. When King Jabin of Hazor heard, this is chapter 11, what had happened, he sent urgent messages to the following kings, king of Joab of Madon, king of Shimron, king of Asheville. 
It's just a list of kings here. All the kings in the northern hill country. The kings of Arab. Look at all this. We just, we just say kings, kings, kings. Look at that. Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites. Kings of the Jebusites, hill country, Hivites, slopes. Man, look, they were panicking. Verse 4. All these kings responded by mobilizing their armies and uniting to crush Israel. Their combined troops, along with a vast array of horses and chariots, covered the landscape around the spring. I mean, we're believers anyway. We know it. But do you see the foolishness of, of, of thinking this never happened? How could you keep track of all these fake names, these fake kings? No, this really happened. All right. Anyway, the bad guys will say, we're all mounting themselves for war at the springs of Merim. Look at this. But the Lord said to Joshua, and I'm going to point out like I did last week. Where'd he come from? He's always there. We're the ones that over the years in the Bible Belt, we laugh at somebody who says they heard from the Lord, or we, don't, we want to be politically correct because we don't want to offend. Sometimes we'll say, well, we don't want to offend Jews versus Christians because the Jews don't believe in Jesus, and we don't want to offend the Muslims and whatever, so we'll just kind of say, well, I just felt led. Look, just say the Lord told you. You need to get used to saying the Lord is talking to you. We need to. Yeah, he does. And I tell you, if we, if we say with the words of our mouth, which are so powerful, that God doesn't talk to me, even publicly or whatever, that's like Jesus is, remember, he's, that is a picture of him at your house right there. I've watched him in the scripture. I've watched him in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the religious leader, Jesus, would say, oh, you're not going to see no miracle. Show us a sign. He's, best way to put it, he's touchy. So Jesus, he's, he's merciful. He is merciful. But what are you doing? You're saying, no, ex nay on the talk, eh? I mean, he don't talk to me. Don't do that. Say he talks to you. He does. He, he told us, I mean, think about it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Except I have to kind of feel him out, you know. No. When you read your Bible, you'll see that people, even Abraham, he talked with God. And who's the, one of the first ones in the list of um, be Genesis 5? Genesis 5 and Genesis 10 are two genealogies. Genesis 5 is the first genealogy. Well, there's a little one in, in the end of the third chapter, Cain's descendants. Uh, fourth chapter this. But the one I want to talk about is the fifth chapter of Genesis, where all of a sudden, who was it? And all of a sudden, he was not, for God took him. <laughs> and the scripture says, Enoch, was he just, he walked with God. <laughs> How could that be? And Janet and I were listening to right before we started here about, and he walks with me, and he what talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. <laughs> yeah. That's not make-believe. Yeah. Calm down and trust that the Lord's talking to you. You'll find out when you make a decision, Lord, I believe you're telling me to do this. Just go with it. Because guess what? As you're going, you're going to know, eh, I don't think I need to be going. And then pfft, make a U-turn. More than likely... You're never going to miss a link, lick. Just like me seeing my daughter the other day. Good grief. So where do you think I got that? The Lord had to say, hey, call your daughter. Okay. Hey, where you at? Just a mile down the road. <laughs> and I was 70 miles away. All right, here we go. The Lord said to Joshua when this big army is coming, don't be afraid of them for by this time tomorrow they'll all be dead. You know, the Lord tells us the same thing. Don't worry about your problems. It'll be gone tomorrow. And we got an opportunity to remember what he said do. He said, be strong, be courageous. 
He said, they'll all be dead. He said, hamstring their horses, burn their chariots. In other words, don't give anybody an opportunity to build this army back up again. Joshua and his troops arrived suddenly at the spring of Merom. Now, I wonder how many people he had. Well, remember, he wasn't collecting soldiers. He only had, I think he didn't have but 600,000 troops. And if they were with him at this time, I don't know, but all he had. Anyway, and the Lord gave all the vast army to the Israelis who chased them as far as Here's these dates, I mean, time, whatever, places. Great Sidon and a place called the Salt Pits and eastward to the Valley of Mizpah. We've heard of Mizpah before. You ever seen that necklace, you know? A little story in the scripture about that. You have half of a heart in Mizpah and the other one. And it was, I guess it was Naomi and uh, uh, Ruth, whatever. So not, uh, not one of the enemies survived the battle. Then Joshua and his men did as the Lord instructed. They hamstrung the horses. How do you get something spiritual out of that? It's because it, there's no spiritual point here. He said, get rid of those horses, burn those chariots. On the way back, Joshua captured Hazar and killed its king. Hazar, at one time, had been the capital of the federation of those kings. Yeah, right. It was right. Look at the details. So when we get over there and we hear stories about Jesus, (gasps) this really happened. It did. Jesus refers back to these same stories because he was there. Every person there in the city, in, every person there was killed and the city was burned. Then he attacked and destroyed all the other cities of those kings. All the people were slaughtered just as Moses had commanded. Now remember, these rascals, it wasn't just like we're going to replace the Indians like we worry about today. Well, we just, we immigrated over and we just ruined the, the Indians were committing all kind of horrible things too, you know. Take everybody's peachy king, you know, mm Man, human sacrifice, you do know in Peru, where, where, where did that wonderful country, they, they had such mathematics and stuff in, math, in South America, such civilization, and all of a sudden, went down. They were doing what these guys were doing, burning their kids. Human sacrifice. Remember Temple of Doom? Whatever. Anyway, then he attacked and destroyed all the other cities of those kings. All those people were slaughtered, just as Moses had commanded. However, Joshua did not burn in the cities built on mounds except for Hazar. All the loot and cattle was of the ravaged cities was taken by the Israelis for themselves. Now, hold on a second. In just a moment, we're going to see dividing up all these cities and everything. And God said, I'm going to give you houses that you didn't build. I'm going to give you cities. I'm... And he did it. Remember, there's no manna anymore. No need to. They were just kicking these people out. They just took over. All the loot and the cattle, okay, we got that. They killed all the people, okay. All right, hold on. For, so the Lord commanded his disciple Moses. Moses had passed the commandment to Joshua, who did as he was told. He carefully obeyed all the Lord's instruction to Moses. Now, remember, you got to remember, I'm just going to mention this again. He said, if you don't, these guys are going to get you to worship an idols again. Anyway, so Joshua, and, and they're ultimately going to, this book goes, goes to chapter 24, Next book is, it's a continuation of the same stuff, but it's called Judges. And it just went down within one chapter. They lost it all. Anyway, for the Lord had so commanded, oh, we got that, okay. Uh, Joshua conquered the entire land, the hill country, the Negev, the land of Goshen, the lowlands, the Arabah, the hills, the lowlands of Israel. Well, they conquered it. The, t- uh, the Israeli territory now extended all the way to, see if we had a map, we could look at this. Mount Halak near Seir to Baal to the Valley of Le- What is all this about? This is a Bible. We're supposed to be talking about the law. Lo- That's the beauty of our Bible. It's real. 
Joshua killed all the kings of those territories. It took seven years of war to accomplish this. None of the cities was given a peace treaty except for, remember that story, those guys that dressed up like a bunch of poor people said they traveled from a land far, far away. All the others were destroyed. For the Lord made the enemy kings want to fight Israel, the Israelis, instead of asking for peace. So they were mercifully killed as the Lord commanded Moses. During this period, Joshua... Now, now, Richard, this is fairy tales. No, it's not. How do you go from detail to detail? You know, the British have maps. Because, see, dinosaurs have been here. They're just called dragons. Okay. The British have maps. In one section in their maps, some of their maps, it'll say... Instead of like swamp land, this land, this, they, 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 put, they put whatever, and it says, there be dragons. What do you want to throw a little folklore in there for? What folklore? Remember the British symbol on their flag? Yeah, but that's a, well, why is the Chinese got it? They get that from the Chinese? No. And they're not the only dragon. The Bible says the word dragon over 30 times. Okay, here we go. During this period, Joshua routed all the giants. What? Now, this is not like Jack and the Beanstall giants. When you go back and look, the reference to these giants here, they're just about twice as big as what our normal man is. The king of Og or Sion, whichever one, it's actually going to mention this in a moment. Uh, on the other side of the Jordan River, when they were getting to the promised land, Moses was told by the Lord to wipe out King Sahan and King Og. He, they keep mentioning that. And they'll mention it again in just a second. But one of those guys was a son of Anak. He was a giant. And they kept his bed. It was 12 foot long. And the Israelis kept it for, for a museum. It said so in here. Richard, how do you know all this stuff? Well, was, you, you must have. It's in the Bible. <gasps> All right, during this period, so he wiped out all the giants. The descendants, there it is, of Anak, who lived in the hill country in Hebron. Deber, Anna, Judah, and Israel, he killed them all, completely destroyed their cities. None was left in all. Now, there's some left, but just not right here. None was left in all the land of Israel, though, here it is, though some remained in. Now, think about Goliath and the story of David. Goliath from Gath. That's what excites me about knowing dinosaurs were here. They were on the ark. You don't have to have a full-blown big one. Probably couldn't get pregnant anyway. You get the little ones. They're all whatever. You just have to have a pink and a blue one, remember? Just small ones. All the, you know, no matter what you say, people are going to say you couldn't do that. You can show them the display in Kentucky, that huge, built according to spec with the Bible, 450 foot long. That's huge. 75 foot wide, 45 foot high, three decks, skylight uh, windows. And first thing people say, you can't, you can't do it. How the heck do they know? They are, see, it's just the devil. They know if they can get humanity to think, this place has been here for billions of years, you can throw Jesus right out the window because the time frame doesn't work. See, some people, they don't want to know about a judgment. They'd rather just not know. Oh, man, well, that's just the devil. Jesus is the redeemer. We need to know. All right, so Joshua took the entire land just as the Lord had instructed Moses. Yeah, almost like just as Jesus said, he was raised from the dead. It surprised them all. <gasps> He's alive. All right, he, he gave it to the people of Israel as their inheritance, dividing the land among the tribes. So the land finally had rest from its war. Wow. Seven years since they crossed 
the Jordan River that day. All right, here's a list of, oh, Richard, please, they're not going to, yeah, they got the names of who died. King, 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 look at this. Here's a list of the kings on the east side of the Jordan. Oh, well, wait a minute. The east side, remember that Israel's got the west side, but they took part of the east side. And this is the one about uh, those, those kings I was mentioning. Okay. Uh, whose cities were destroyed by the Israelis. The area involved stretched all the way from the, uh, from the valley of Arnon River to Mount Hermon, including the cities of the eastern desert. Man, this sounds like something that needs, has all the deeds recorded in downtown Madison, Alabama. Yeah. There he is, King Sahan of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon. His kingdom extended from Aora to the edge of the Arnon Valley, from the middle of the valley of the Arnon River to the Jabbok River, which is the boundary of the Ammonites. I mean, I don't care. I, people just don't want to know. They tell you the Bible's fairy tales. Man, we know it's not. Whoa. Which is the boundary of the Ammonites. This includes half the present area of Gilead, which now reaches, uh, no, lies north of the Jabbok River. Sahan also controlled. What else did he do? Boy, you got the details of everything. The Jordan River Valley, as far north as the western shores of the Lake of Galilee. You ever heard that? Yeah. You ever heard the Dead Sea? Yeah. As far south as the Dead Sea and the slopes of Mount Pisgah. King Og, look at that phrase. Oh, ain't no such thing as giants. Rephaim. That's another word for those type of giants. King Og of Bashan, why did they call it the last of the, well, that was his tribe. No, that's not a tribe. The last of the, that's the one who had the 12-foot-long bed, and they kept it in the museum. Who lived at Ashtaroth and Andrea. He ruled, anyway, he was the last of the Rephaim. He ruled a territory stretching from Mount Hermon to the east of Selka on Mount Bashan in the east and on the west, extending to the, you know, one reason I like the Living Bible, you, oh, I can go so much faster. <laughs> yeah, the King James, whoa. I'd be doing some serious translations in every, every second. Anyway, uh, extending to the boundary of the kingdoms of Geshur and Mekah. His kingdom also stretched south to include... The, now, remember, this is the east side of the Jordan. It's not even in the Promised Land, but they got it. Uh, where the boundary touched the border of King Sahan and King Heshba. Moses and the people had destroyed these people, and Moses gave the land to the tribes of Reuben and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Remember, they didn't even lose a soldier. Nobody died in that campaign. Okay. Uh, here's a list of the kings. Now... So that was just two kings. It might have been three. That was two kings just at the edge of the Jordan River. All right, on the east side. Here's the kings destroyed by Joshua and the armies of Israel on the west side. Now, he's going to name them. But, you know, one day I was counting them as I was reading. And I'm going to speed down. There's no need to because look at this. In all, there were 31 kings and their cities were destroyed. I mean, where's the win some, lose some? There ain't no win some, lose some. I won't read them all, but watch this, because we know what's coming. The area included the country, the lowlands of Arab, the mountain slopes. The, I mean, they took it all. Remember, this is the promised land. Why promise something you can't have? They got it. The people who lived there were the Hittites, uh, the Amorites, just like the Lord said. He, he even said this to, uh, to Abraham. The Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites, the king of Jericho, blah, 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 all of them. Look at that. Okay, 31 and all. Let's just keep cruising. Joshua was now an old man. Look at his history. You're telling this story to maybe your children or whatever, or to yourself. You're growing old, the Lord said to him. Right. The Lord talks, see, 
that's how important it is to know the Lord is talking to us. And there are still many nations to be conquered. He didn't say, we hope we can get them. No, he's going to give them to you. Here's a list of the areas to be occupied. Look who's left. The Philistines. We've heard about those guys. Yeah. And then who else? The Gershites. The territory now belonging to the Canaan from the brook of Egypt to the southern border of Ekron, the five cities. Usually we've heard of these cities more than any of them. Gaza, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, Ekron. The land of the Avim in the south, in the north. The land belonging to the uh, Canaanites, including Merah. And if I'm not mistaken, that's another word for another group of giants as well. Remember when the spies went over there, that was the thing that tripped it. Oh, yeah, truly it's a land flowing with milk and honey, but whoa, we saw the giants in there, and we were like grasshoppers. <laughs> that's a funny story. No, it's not. They're just describing those guys were big, and we felt like we were grasshoppers. Anyway. The land of the Gebelites along the coast and all of Lebanon mountains from Gael, I mean from Baal Gad beneath Mount Hermon in the south. Wow. So this is still open territory. And the Lord's going to help them. He says in the hill country this, including the lands of the Sidonians. Look at this. I am ready to drive these people out from before the nation of Israel. So include all this territory when you divide the land among the nine and a half tribes. So I thought it was twelve. Yeah, but remember, three of them decided to stay on the other side of the Jordan River. The other half, well, he mentions it right. The other half of the tribe of Manasseh, and the tri- there it is, Reuben and Gad, have already received their inheritance on the east side. Moses had previously assigned this land to them. Their territory ran from, he's going to name it, the edge of the valley of the Arnon River, including the city, across the tableland. I mean, everybody knew the markers, marker, 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 marker. Okay. Included the kings. Here's those two kings again, Og and Sahan. The cities of Sahan, Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon, extended as far as the borders of Ammon, included Gilead territory. Boy, I tell you, you could, you could just map out the place with this. All of Mount Hermon, Mount Bashan, the city, and the territory of King Og, there he is, of Bashan, who reigned in this. See, look at that phrase again. Yeah, I wonder if he really was a giant. Oh, wait a minute. Here it comes. He was the last of the reframe. For Moses had attacked them, driven them out. However, the people of Israel did not drive out the Gergeshites or the Maketh, who still live there among the Israelites to this day. So in other words, at the time of this writing, somebody wrote this down. They didn't get rid of these guys. All right. The territory assigned uh, to the land given to the tribe of Levi. Now look, we're in Joshua chapter 13, and he's going to uh, show where, this li- where the land was distributed to these tribes. Oh. Anyway, here we go. There's some stuff in here that's like, wow. Okay, here we go. Moses hadn't assigned any land to the tribe of Levi. Well, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. He's going to tell them, and I think he's going to tell us again here, because the Lord said, remember the Levites will say they're the preachers or whatever. It's the, it's the people that took care of the tabernacle and did all the things for the sacrifices and took care of all the, the people were supposed to bring their sacrifices to them and they helped you as you killed your own lamb in their presence. They took the blood. The high priest was also from Levi as well. Remember the Lord said, y'all not getting no land. They actually did. And he's going to show you that what they got. But he told them they're not going to be given land because I want to get to the phrase. The Lord said he was their inheritance. Oh my gosh. You and I have the same thing. We have the Lord as our inheritance. And that's what they're saying when you see this in the New Testament. The Lord's our inheritance. 
Here we go. They were, they were, oh, it says they were given the offerings brought to the Lord. The land given to the tribe of Reuben. He's going to come back to this. All right, tribe of Reuben, fitting its size of its territory, size of its population. Uh, Moses assigned the following area to Reuben. Okay, this is on the other side of the Jordan. You know, I'm crossing that old river Jordan. Remember that? John the Baptist baptized him in Jordan. Same place. Their land extended from Aurora to the edge of the valley of the Arnon River. We've already heard that. Past the city of Arnon in the middle of the valley to the table. Okay, whatever. It included Heshbon, other cities, these cities, la da 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 Okay, look at all those cities. And the mountain above them is what it said, I think. Above the valley. Let's keep cruising. All these other cities here. The land of Reuben also included the table land of the kingdom of Sahan. Sahan was the king who lived in... See, they keep saying this. He was the king that was killed by Moses along with the other chiefs. Notice this. Uh, of chief of Midian, Eva, he names these guys, these chiefs. The people of Israel also killed, I've heard him, the talking, the talking donkey. Yeah, story. Yeah. He's called the magician. Really, the King James calls him a soothsayer. Remember, he wanted to go out and curse them. And the Lord said, don't you curse them. You got to bless them. Reluctantly, Balaam wasn't going to curse them. And he didn't curse them. Matter of fact, when he opened his mouth, he blessed them. And that king of, well, who, who would he be? Sion, he was so mad. He said, I took you out of here three times. And every time you blessed them. <laughs> Remember, you can't curse what God has blessed. That's where that story come from. All right. That guy is mentioned in the New Testament. Never happened. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just, just keep believing that. Yeah. There's no resurrection. We're just amoebas. When we're dead, we're dead. Mm -mm. Ain't going to happen. No story about, no story, theory, or whatever fits like the Bible fits. It really does. All right, the land given to the tribe of Gad. Moses assigned the land to Gad in proportion to his population. This territory included this, 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 this. If we had a map, we could see these places. Uh, extended along to this, 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 the valley of that, the rest of the kings of whatever. Jordan River was the west border, as, and it extended as far as the Lake of Galilee. Who we know that, okay. Then its border was on the east was the Jordan River. Okay. The land given to the half-tribe of Manasseh. Say, so what is the half-tribe of Manasseh? Well, Manasseh, this was coat of many colors. His daddy was Joseph, remember, who wound up second to Pharaoh. How could that have happened? It did happen, though. Whoa. They tried to kill their brother Joseph, but he wound up being in Egypt. And while he was down there, he had two sons. He had Manasseh and he had Ephraim. One of them meant cause to forget because Joseph thought, I ain't never going to see my daddy again. And I'm pretty ticked off with my brothers anyways. <laughs> but no, he still, he still loved them because he broke down and cried in Genesis in front of them when he was trying to act like he was an Egyptian. He ran everybody out of the room except his brothers. And remember, he'd already kept his younger brother hostage and Reuben till he brought back Benjamin and and when he run them all out, it was just a tearjerker of a story. Read it for yourself. It's, it's after 40, probably 46, 47, Genesis 47. And he screamed at them. And he, the Bible, he said, I am Joseph. He said, quit talking. He was speaking Egyptian. And now he told them. They couldn't believe it. It freaked them out. And they were crying. The Bible says they could not stop the tears. Oh. And I love the rest of it because he said, go get your dad. Go get our dad. Bring everybody down here. I've got plenty. I can take care of everybody. And there were 76, 74 people 
in that family that came down. And Pharaoh got to know Jacob, Joseph's dad. And that's where Pharaoh met him one time and he says, how old are you? Wait, the, Bible, the dates in the Bible are wrong. No, they're not wrong. This is the story of evolution. Evolution says we're getting better and better and better. Guess what happened to Adam? Lifespan, way up here. And it's gone down, gone down, gone down. And even with all our medical stuff right now, you cannot see that curve going back up. We've lost a lot. And that's the story of DNA. You lose things. You don't gain anything, you lose it. But evolution, oh, we're getting better and better and better. Yeah, right. We get better and better. Mm -mm. The only way to get better and better, it's no wonder Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He gave us life. And you and I as Christians, we're shining like stars among a world who's going down like this. I mean, physically with their bodies and stuff. And all of a sudden, we're not. We're beating the curve. Amazing. Anyway. So this half-tribe of Manasseh, uh, that was Joseph's two sons. Ephraim, which meant cause to forget. It was either that one or Manasseh was cause to forget. The other one was called pouring out blessings, basically in spite of all the problems I had. Remember, Joseph was thrown in prison because <laughs> his boss's wife claimed he was trying to rape her, and it didn't happen. Anyway, three years in that jail, too. You imagine how depressed you could be? But Joseph still knew God was God because he told, he was able to interpret dreams and then they cleaned him up because, remember, Pharaoh had a dream. Joseph didn't go, well, I don't know, like some Bible Belt Christians. Well, I don't know, I don't, we don't want to put God in a box. Man, God will answer your prayers. Did it for Daniel. Daniel was fixing to be killed because they couldn't interpret the dream and Daniel says, whoa, whoa, daddy, hold on. <laughs> I can do it. Give me one day, I'll do it. And he went to prayer with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then he went before the king and said, Oh, king, I can tell you what happened. Now, Daniel, oh, he had a, he had a special anointing. God. You start believing that stuff, you'll never get any help because you'll think you've got to have a special anointing. The truth is, if you're a Christian, you've got a special anointing. The anointing we've received from him, First John. Here we go. So anyway, the half-tribe of Manasseh. So half of them wanted to stay on that side of the Jordan River. The other half of Manasseh went over here. That's because they had grandkids, great-grandkids, and they, you know, the Adairs or whoever they were, the Lipscombs. Well, that's, that's what they said. Hey, we want to go on the other side. Moses assigned the following territory to the half-tribe of Manasseh in proportion its needs. Their territory extended from this, 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 all that king stuff again over there, King Og, you know, whatever. Half of, the, half of Gilead, King Og's royal cities. Wow. They were each given to the clan of, there's the, there he is, Makar, who was Manasseh's son. So that's Jacob's great, no, it'd be Joseph's uh, grandkid. That's how Moses divided the land east of the Jordan River where the people were camped at the time they crossed Jericho. But Moses had given no land to the tribe. Look at this. For he explained to them, so Levi didn't get any. Wait a minute, foul, hold on. The Lord was their inheritance. Man, they didn't hurt for nothing. That's the reason when I watch Gunsmoke or any old time movie and they got the preacher gets up there and he just, it's all about, being poor, that is so foolish. Did you ever see Jesus when he's preaching saying, now look, I know I just finished the Beatitudes, but we really need an offering. You really need an offering, Jesus. See, that just throws away what he just said. Well, apparently God's not big enough to take care of you. Yes, he is. You watch God provide. That's the reason he's called Jehovah Jireh, my provider. He took care of Elijah when he was running for his life from Jezebel. 
fed them by the brook. Jesus mentioned that story. Jesus never going to... You see, we have an opportunity if we want to put... And it's like the manna. You trust God going to be manna. You trust the Lord that he says, okay, present my money to the Lord. It's just like an offering because it is an offering. A hundredfold. God demanded through Moses, he said, when the harvest time comes, you bring the first part and give it to the Lord. They brought a grain offering. Oh, man, I could use that grain. No, give it to the Lord. I remember even this year I was, and I'm fixing to do hay again. It's funny how that unbelief comes. Unbelief comes, you're not going to be able to sell this hay. You're not going to be able to sell this hay. This week, this guy got right up in my face. He's, I know him. He's a great friend of mine up there, too. And uh, he said, Richard, I want all your hay. And I said, well, I said, Sheila and her husband, Scotty, I said, let's figure out something. We'll, we'll just split it, you know. But he already told me, I want all your hay. Glory to God. But I remember back when I was cutting hay, I just told the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm, I'm, I said what, what Jacob said. I said, Lord, if you're going to do this, 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 and I'll give you 10%, and you'll be my God. And I was just making fun of it before the Lord. I said, Lord, hey, look, I'm, I'm cutting this hay and whatever, but Lord, I'm giving you 10%. Praise God. And good grief, all 160 bales of mine were sold. All 166. It's just our opportunity to let the Lord bless. It's not take care of Richard. Give him money somewhere else. I don't care. Don't give it here. Give it to the Lord, though. All right, here we go. So uh, we need to catch the next, chapter 14. The conquered lands of Canaan were allotted to the remaining nine and a half tribes. The decision to which tribe would receive the other areas was decided by throwing dice before the Lord. He caused them to turn up in the ways he wanted. Eliezer the priest and Joshua and the tribal leaders... Uh, supervise the lottery, you know. <gasps> the lottery in the Bible. They're using dice. Yeah, they've been doing that forever. The, 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 the King James would call it the Urim and the Thummim, whatever, you know. So you go to a church, all they talk about is gambling. Look what you're missing. Yeah, throwing, you're, you're losing. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it didn't take me as a no-brainer. When I went to one of, my, one of my good friends, we were in Philadelphia, and, man, I lost $200 in no time. But I had enough sense to go, that's it for me. <laughs> you know, I went back and did it again next trip. But I mean, I'm not, people, I know as Baptists and whatever, the same goes true with their drinking and stuff too. It's like, well, I never touch the stuff. And, and I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I'll, you'll never catch me in Vegas. Well, fine. But I tell you, just because somebody's doing something doesn't mean they're, well, they're going to burn in hell. Well, look at this. They're throwing dice. Anyway, uh, but notice they said in the presence of the Lord, and they said that the dice would, whatever, he'd cause it to turn up the way they wanted, and of course it did. Moses already given the land to the two and a half tribes on the east side of the Jordan. See how repetitive it is, but it's, it, it got the details. The tribe of Joseph had, Joseph had two separate tribes. Here it is. This is what I already said. Manasseh and Ephraim. The Levites were given, there it is, no land except for the cities in which to live and the surrounding pasture land. That's what they wound up getting. The distribution of the land was in strict accordance with the Lord's directions. The land given to Caleb. Now, wait, 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 hold on. Caleb's not a tribe. Ah, but he was a spy. Remember that? When he went to the promised land? Caleb and Joshua said, we can take it. The other ten said, no, we can't. Oh, so that's where this is coming from. Remember, there was no connection between the story back then versus now, which was, well, it was 40 years. How do they track all this stuff? They were really smoking some good dope, weren't they? They are really drunk. People try to say that. People who are drunk wrote the Bible on drugs. Oh, please. All right, so a delegation of the tribe of Judah led by Caleb came to Joshua. They're buddies. 
Remember what the Lord said to Moses about you and me when we were in Kadesh Barnea. That's in Numbers chapter whatever, 13, 14, something like that. Caleb asked Joshua, look at this. I, now remember, what you read in the Bible is yours. It's yours. I was 40 years old then. Listen to him buck up. And Moses had sent us from talking about Joshua too. Remember, they're buddies. Man, they went to high school together. And they also, they sent us, you and me, from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land of Canaan. I reported what I felt was the truth. But our brothers who went with us frightened the people. Man, I'm so glad as a Baptist we studied that story so many times. Great Sunday school story all the time. Either that or Noah's flood. Good stuff. But our brothers who went with us, they frightened the people, discouraged them from entering, look what they call it, the promised land. Houses, land, cities. Whoa. But since I had followed the Lord my God, Moses told me, now Moses has been dead for seven years now, the section of Cana you were just in shall belong to you. He looked right at Caleb. It's going to belong to you. And, and uh, uh, just uh, where you were just in shall belong to you and your descendants. Look at that forever. Well, you know what old Joshua's going to say? You're right. You're right. Now, as you see, from, the time until, from that time until now, the Lord had, look at these wonderful, this is your Bible in action. Kept me alive. Praise the Lord. And well, for these 45 years since crisscrossing the wilderness, and today I'm 85 years old. All the dates don't work. Moses was 80 when he got out of Pharaoh. Look at this. I am as strong now as I was when Moses sent me on that journey. Now, where is he getting that from? The Lord. He knew his position in the Lord because he said 40 years ago when he was arguing with those 10, 10 spies who said, No, we can't do it. We're grasshopper. He said, Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. If the Lord is with us, we can do it. But they wouldn't believe it. Anyway, so he says, oh, I'm as strong now as I was when Moses sent us on that journey. And you ought to grab that. I think everybody in this room, we're, none of us are in our 40s. I'm as strong now as I was when Moses sent us on that journey. All because, like Bob and I were talking, I drink water all the time. <laughs> if you drink water, fine, whatever. Well, I don't have this and I don't have this. Don't, don't thank those things. Thank the Lord. If that was the key, Jesus would have said, let me warn you as a Christian, everybody needs to take in about X amount of ounces of water every day and you need to have some greens and you need to back off on that red meat. And if you do that, you go to heaven. <laughs> God, that's got nothing to do with going to heaven. Now, if you're on a diet from the, your doctor, you do what you're supposed to do. You're fine. I'm just pointing that out. Look at this. I'm as strong now. Whoa. I can still travel and fight as well as I could then. Oh, man. So I'm asking you to give me the hill country. Interesting about the hill country because guess what? They be giants up there. Give me the hill country that the Lord promised you. You will remember that there it is. As spies, we found the Anakim. That's like the Rephaim. They're in great walled cities. But if the Lord is with me, he wasn't saying, well, if I... He means since the Lord's with me. I shall drive them out of the land. And you will too. I don't care what your problems are. Woo! Josh, so Joshua blessed him and he gave him Hebron as a permanent uh, inheritance because he had followed the Lord God of Israel. Here we're closing right here. We'll pick it up next week. 
Before that time, Hebrew had been called Kirith Arba, after a great hero of a giant, the Anakim. Look at the name change. What do I need that for? I'm reading the Bible. It's a holy book. It's about Jesus. And it's more than about Jesus. It's about the world and the history of it. There was no resistance from the local populations as the Israelis resettled the land. I mean, they took it all. There's no such thing as promised land if this didn't happen. We know it did. Father, we thank you for your word today. What encouragement we have. Praise God. Just reading what you did when they got in the promised land. Hallelujah. And how they, they're going to eventually swear to an oath that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We know how long that lasted. But Lord, we're going to follow you. We're saying today we're going to follow you. So take care of us, Lord. Take care of our bodies. Just like uh, Caleb said, keep us well, Lord. We're as strong now as we were then, no matter if we're in our 80s. And Father, I just thank you. If we're, not, uh, if, we're, if we're suffering financially, you'll take care of that too. Praise God. Look at all these houses, cities they were given. Lord, if it's some other problem, great or small, well, well, how could you not help? And you'll fix that. And so, Lord, that doesn't leave anything left but for us to keep telling our friends and those who are around what great things you've done for us as we tell them about Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Wow. Isn't that wonderful, good stuff? Praise the Lord.